0: You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me again. Did I do that? Hello, and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a short 15, 20-minute visit. Got a hot show today. Got a hot one. I considered, considered doing a whole episode on uh, just shit you may have missed. Felt like there was a lot of shit you may have missed this week. Um, and I'll be honest, there's a lot of stuff that comes out every week, but I pick stuff that entertains me, uh, because it's my world. You all just live in it. Thanks for tuning in again. <laughs> that for not my- to listen to my bullshit. Um. I will have probably a cool story next week. I don't have any cool stories this week. Nothing happened. Last weekend, nothing happened. Chores, laundry. This weekend, something cool is happening. I'm going to drive a Lamborghini tomorrow. That's cool. And if I don't wreck the goddamn thing, I will be here to tell you about it next week. So, Lamborghini story next week, anyone? That'll be pretty cool. For now, I'm gonna do a little rant here. Um, before we get into the the four. I have four this week. Shit, you may have missed. And at least two of them will probably end up with me ranting. Um, so the big topic. Joe Rogan. I don't talk a lot about Joe Rogan. I'm not a big Joe Rogan guy might surprise you might not I don't even know if that was sarcastic um, but I'm not a big Joe Rogan guy and recently he's been doing his science thing again where he talks about whether or not uh, the vaccine is good for you or if you should take it or why you shouldn't take it, what you need to be concerned about. He does a lot of the, I'm just asking questions kind of thing. I'm just asking some questions. I'm just asking some questions. Um, it's all pseudoscience. It's all pseudoscience. And um, a colleague of mine reached out to me and said, hey, is uh, is that triggering for you? Because he knows I can be easily triggered. Uh, does Joe Rogan trigger you? He seems like he should be a trigger for me, doesn't he? Bombastic, full of himself, pseudoscience, massive following, um, and and just seems kind of douchey. But he's not a trigger for me, and I had to do a little self reflection. had to Had to go inward and say, why am I not triggered by Joe Rogan? And I think the reason why is it, he's a character at this point. I put Joe Rogan in the same grouping as Fucker Carlson, as Sean Hannity. I put him in that same group. It's probably on the other extreme. It's kind of a right versus the left thing, but... In all three cases, the the people themselves, the individuals probably started out thinking this is their shtick. This is their niche. I'm going to be this character. I'm going to be that guy. Um, and that's how I'm going to play this. But they played the character for so long that it has become their identity. and And that's just who they are. Um, it, it's an authentic stick, if that makes any sense at all, but they're not faking it anymore. This is just who they are. What, what can trigger me is when I think someone's being a shit disturber for no reason or politicians, politicians, because they have real power. They can do real, real criminal and harmful shit. You want to trigger me? Talk about Teddy Cancun. Talk about uh, Mitchie McConnell, Mitchie multiple chins, McConnell. Talk about Marjorie Green. Those people trigger me. They, they get under my skin. They can solicit a reaction because they have the ability to not just spread misinformation, but affect affect the outcomes of situations. Joe Rogan is just a talking head. He has a massive following. He has $100 million and he sells all kinds of supplements. And yeah, he's pretty funny. And I liked him on news radio and and he's a charismatic guy. But he's just a millionaire who talks into space and can influence some people. He cannot do the same kind of damage and harm that the politicians can do. Same with fucker Carlson, same with Sean Hannity. They're just they're talking to people who already who already want to buy. They're selling to a captive audience. They're just giving their fans what they want to hear. So you're not changing the like I'm not I'm not going to change the mind of a Joe Rogan fan. No more am I going to change the mind of a Sean Hannity fan. You can't talk to those people; they're too in, they're too entrenched. They're 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 brainwashed. Those people are are locked into their viewpoints, and there's no changing them. So the Hannitys and the Rogans and the fucker Carlsons of the world just give them what they want. But the Marjorie Greens. The Mitch McConnell's. Mitch McConnell's so fucking... He's so harmful. He's scary. The Dick Cheney's of the world. These people. Who maybe don't say a lot. And work in the shadows. They have real influence. They can make things really hard. For the average person. So. It's my Joe Rogan rant. He's not a trigger for me. He's just a talking head, big head, steroid head. He's a big head. Talking head. That's all he is. It's time for shit you may have missed. All right. You knew you were going to get an update from me on this one. Jeopardy has made their announcement of the two hosts that will be taking over. Not one, but two hosts. So what they've done is Mike Richards, executive producer, Mike Richards will be the primary host. And former Big Bang slash Blossom star Mayim Balik will be the primetime off show host. Um... This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive I'm not really disappointed. I would have liked to see something a little more drastic. But if I'm talking critically about the show and and all of the guest hosts, Mike Richards was probably, probably the best one. He's a little plain vanilla. And I know the internet really wanted LeVar Burton, but I think that that was a bit of a pipe dream. Um, and also, I don't think he was the best host. I think he was probably in my top five, but there's been a lot of guest hosts. Um, Mike Richards was was near the top. Anderson Cooper was probably the best, but uh, you're not going to land in Anderson Cooper. And then Maya Balik, I didn't really care for her as the host. I found her to be a little robotic, um, and and adding a bit of a fake laugh to all of her answers, and it was just weird to me. So, um, will I still watch it? Of course. It's Jeopardy. Of course I'm going to watch it. But the choices? Meh. Nah, unsurprising. Okay, here's a show I don't talk about much on the show because since I've started this show, uh, they haven't made any new episodes. But the show Barry on HBO, Bill Hader plays a hitman for hire, who falls in love with the profession of acting it's a classic tale <laughs> uh, anyways they've been on hiatus because of uh covet and bill Hader had said you know i've written the next two seasons because i haven't had anything else to do and we got our first our first picture from season three bill Hader, henry winkler together On set, they're filming season three. I cannot wait. I'm going to annoy everyone as I talk about Barry coming up. Barry. Recently, James Gunn was asked about his thoughts about his movie simultaneously streaming on one of the services while it's getting a theatrical release. And he gives the definitive quote on the topic, so I'm going to consider the matter closed from now on and just refer to this quote. He says... Movies last because they are seen on TV. Jaws isn't still a classic because people are watching it in theaters. I've never seen Jaws in a movie theater, and it's one of my favorite movies. Man, does he make a good point there, doesn't he? I fell in with love with Forrest Gump because I watched it on TBS and Superstation. I fell in love with The Breakfast Club on TV because I was too young to go see it in theaters. TV is where movies live forever. And it's not going to be the same as flipping through the channels and stumbling upon a movie anymore. That rarely happens. But you might look through what's available on your streaming service and say, I wanted to watch that. I've never seen it. And now you get a chance to. He makes a really good point there. And the matter's closed. James Gunn just killed it. And finally, Pepsi is making alcoholic Mountain Dew. Finally. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong here? It's going to be in three flavors original, black cherry, and watermelon. Look, it wasn't that long ago that the government made the decision you're not allowed to advertise cigarettes to children. Then they said, well, you. you you can't promote the fruity flavors of a uh, vape because it's targeting children. Well, who the fuck do you think is going to buy alcoholic Mountain Dew? Like, I mean, besides me, I'm definitely going to buy some alcoholic Mountain Dew, but this is aimed at fucking children, not fucking children, awkward sentence, but this is aimed at children. How who else could it be aimed at? It's aimed at teenagers. It's aimed at teenagers, <laughs> but because it's alcohol and it's the accepted drug of choice, we'll let it slide. But god damn it, like alcoholic Mountain Dew. <sighs> Whatever happened to mixing with a bottle of peach schnapps that you stole from your parents? That's it. That's the episode. Did you enjoy it? I did. Stupid alcoholic Mountain Dew. Really does piss me off though. Drives me nuts the hypocrisy surrounding some of the choices that we make as a society. This one's okay, but that one's not okay. Apparently, alcoholic Mountain Dew is a trigger of mine. Who knew? Joe Rogan? Meh. Alcoholic Mountain Dew? I will burn this motherfucker to the ground. Uh, Look, you can find me over at DeanBlundell.com. I'm always helping them out. Uh, I encourage you to check out his podcast and show he has moved up the ranks. He is now number five, number five in Canada daily news podcasts. So uh, kudos to him. Check him out wherever you get your podcasts, as well as the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash DeanTube. Also want to thank Blue Microphones for uh, providing me with this incredible mic. It doesn't help me talk better, but it makes me sound better. That's a a cool segue right there. I just nailed that one. Uh, As well as these dope headphones, which you can't see unless you watch me on YouTube, which you should be doing. There's lots of original content on YouTube. YouTube.com slash ThatNerdDad. Check me out, hit subscribe, tell a friend. I greatly appreciate it. You can also find me on all my socials at ThatNerdDad. Be well be safe. We'll talk next week. I'll tell you the Lamborghini story. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast.